Welcome to Healing with the Masters. We are so delighted that you've chosen to hang out with us for this all-time favorite series of speakers, inspirational wisdom, powerful affirmations, invocations, activations, prayer, and healing. This represents the all-time favorites of Healing with the Masters. It represents 10 seasons of transformation. We've chosen the most popular shows of these 10 seasons and are offering them here for you to experience your transformation, to ignite your light, and to show you a framework of possibility for moving into a new way of being in your life, modeling that for others in your life, and changing the whole planet. Enjoy this powerful series. Now, if you're interested in joining us live, then just go to hwtmpodcast.com. That stands for Healing with the Masters, hwtmpodcast.com. Again, that's hwtmpodcast.com. Register there for the current season. And did I mention it's free? Join us absolutely free. You just have to register. But for now, enjoy these all-time favorite shows. They represent the most popular shows of the last 10 seasons chosen by our audience because they created the most amount of transformation. They created the most amount of buzz, insights, and miracles of possibility. These are just as powerful as the day they were recorded. The vibration and energies are still present and available for you. And if you're listening to them, it's because you're ready right now. Know that you helped to create this content. Your desires and intentions have brought this very broadcast here before you. So listen, engage, and enjoy. And again, if you'd like to join us in our live season, remember to go to hwtmpodcast.com. You just have to register. Join us, experience the light, absolutely free. Now enjoy this show. Welcome everyone to Healing with the Masters. We are here and it is a very exciting day for me and for the whole McLean Masterworks team because we have one of our very own on today, John Griffin. So you know, Masters, the word means so much. While we may think of masters as the wonderful guests that share their knowledge and experiences with us each week, I consider you to be the master. Each of you in this audience, you the participant, no one knows you better than you, and no one is more uniquely qualified to transform your life than you. Today, we will together discover the tools and techniques to heal, to continue to shift your life into love and light, and in the process, truly make a difference on this beautiful planet. Together, we are a powerful community. You matter. You can light up the world. And today, we are so honored and happy and joyful to welcome the beautiful John Griffin. John is a modern-day spiritually motivated composer whose music reaches the heart in profound ways. With nearly three decades of experience, John merges various styles of acoustic and electric music with ambient sounds, binaural beats, and theta wave activations. He has performed at TED Talks for Michael Jackson with the Oneness Organization and Songwriters Summit, as well as contributed his talents to various other media outlets. John's philosophy is that sound is a tremendous healer that can not only reach the heart, but can energetically vibrate with all parts of the body while simultaneously calming the mind and stimulating the soul. I've had personal experience of his beautiful music doing that just for me. And you guys are going to experience something really remarkable today. With an early interest in sound and philosophy paired with deeply felt connection to spirituality, John has traveled the globe studying cultures, speaking with people, and listening to the sounds of the planet. From the bustling streets of New York City to the sacred hums of Nepal, John pulls his inspiration from the moment-to-moment happenings within and without. John's music and sound work has been used in film, television, healing workshops, and in our very own Healing with the Masters inspirational videos and products. Furthermore, his Sunday Sound Bath series of healing compositions, a reoccurring contribution to Masterworks Healing membership site, 
are centered around a transformative method of going deeper into the aspects of clearing, realigning, and harmonizing with the resonant truth within all of us using music. His passion for sound brings forth music infused with intentions to guide and encourage people to their deepest heart, energy, and connection. Committed to the advancement of human potential and the paradigm shift in people's relationship with their own love and fear, John believes in creating a safe, creative environment for his listeners to channel their own internal melody and healing through the music he creates. Oh, my gosh. Here he is, our very own John Griffin. Welcome, John, to Healing with the Masters. Oh, well, thank you, Jen. Gee, that's, that's, uh, those are some thoughtfully constructed words there. I, I really hope I can live up to that bio. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you already have. <laughs> really John, can you? Um, we're having a little trouble with your volume. If you could speak either oh, okay. a little louder this, or into the microphone. Yeah, that's better. Thank you. Okay, you got it. Um, so we are we are so honored to have you. And and I've had um, you know, John is a dear friend and a colleague. And um, I've had some remarkable experiences with John as we play together and work together. And um, one of the things that I, I know about him is that um, he brings a level of consciousness and intention to everything. And I think it's a really important aspect of being. Um, you know, John, I want to ask you a little bit about that, you know, about intention, how important intention is. And then I want to dive into some of the information about sound. So um, and I, I hope I'm not throwing you off here, but that's what no, I'm being called all, to ask all. about. So, yeah, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, why is it? Why is intention such an important aspect of of kind of our new spiritual evolution? Uh, well, I do want to say what a great honor it is to be here on Healing Masters <laughs> with you. I mean, you know how much I, I love this show and love supporting this community, and it's just such a treat to be here with you and with all of these vivacious, beautiful folks on the call. You know that <laughs> are really living fearlessly and with so much courage to just even be on this call. And I just want to say thank you and hello to everybody, everybody that's on the call, because it's pretty cool to be on this call with all. <laughs> it's cool to have you here too. It's a nice moment. And you know, I think there's the, to talk about intention. We are setting an intention just by being on this call, by all of us taking that time in our own lives to share in this community, to tap deeper into being the master of our own lives. It's just, it's fantastic. You know, there are so many frequencies and energies that are at work in the world, and they're often fighting to gain our attention. So when we don't have the opportunity to resonate authentically, we can lose sight of our intention. And really at the heart of all of it, our intention to connect with one another, to live wholeheartedly, to allow ourselves to be vulnerable to life's experiences, and to really make those beautiful connections that we know is how we make a difference in the world and with our lives. Mm. And, mm. and I, would, I would say that that is why intention is so important. Having, mm. having the conscious awareness of how you are directing your energy, how you are resonating out into the world, the kinds of frequencies and, and wavelengths that you're resonating with. I mean, everybody that's on this call, they've come to this community because they resonate with the truths that are here, with the desire to seek the truths that are here. And, uh, you know, we all resonate at a frequency. Everything, everything in life, everything in the world, everything that exists really has a frequency. Everything has that cyclical nature. We feel it in our heartbeat. We feel it in our footsteps. We feel it in our breath. We feel it in our states of consciousness. We can be asleep or awake. Sometimes even when people look like they're awake, they can be sleeping. But, uh, you know, by not being present and not being aware, you are avoiding being authentic to your truest intentions. And your truest frequencies. I, I like this notion of bringing conscious of awareness of the frequencies that we are creating in our lives. And I kind of paraphrased that a little bit, but that level of consciousness that, that kind of gets back to that intention as well, bringing consciousness to the frequencies that we're creating. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's so vital to stay aware of what frequencies we create within ourselves for ourselves. Mm. I, I'd say it's the most essential, you know, what energies we pull in because that's what we resonate out. Uh, 
So we're resonating out and pulling in. So let's 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 uh, kind of take this now in the direction of sound frequency. Yeah. And and what is the what is uh, talk a little bit about sound frequency and why they are so relevant to this notion of authentic, an authentic life that you just presented. Well, like I was saying, everything has a frequency, right? There's a frequency of the the cycles of the planets of the tides. They all move at a particular pulse. Sound is very much the same way. Sound is literally the movement of air pressure. So when we have a sound that moves back and forth, pushing high and low air pressure back and forth, kind of like a fan, and we were able to move that fan 440 times in one second, we would produce from that fan, from flapping that, it's some pretty powerful arms, we'd produce an A note. And, and you know, the, the A440 is what orchestras tune to and uh, it, it brings everybody together into that harmony of being in tuned with one another. So the, how frequencies work, that air pressure hits our eardrum. The eardrum shakes bones in our ear. It uh, vibrates through fluid that goes through the, the cochlea, which is in the ear, stimulates hairs in the nerve endings, and that sends impulses to our brain. You don't need to know the science at all. You don't need to know the science at all to know that, well, you know, hey, I like the sound of that guitar, or I like the sound of that chime, right? And I've got some, some chimes here. I hope you can hear that. Yeah. yeah. Or a guitar. Right, there's all these sounds that we definitely like and appreciate and resonate with and there's so many sounds that come at us that we don't like when we aren't really aware of what sounds what frequencies we're accepting into our body what we're letting pass through us what we're hearing what we're surrounding ourselves with what we're using to align our brain then we're just subject to frequencies all around us the frequencies that are out there and uh and that becomes a really difficult state so, so we've got these frequencies that surround us, um, and it, it, it's you know it's interesting the science of what's really going on. But there's there's underneath that science is a is a shift in our being, isn't it? So we've got all these frequencies that are kind of bombarding us, and and um, so how do we uh, kind of uh, null and void the the lower vibrating frequencies, so to speak, and allow the higher vibrating frequencies? And I mean, just just you playing that gong and that guitar. Um, you know, I can feel a shift in the energy. So what's going on there? Yeah, well, I, I think if I can back it out just a moment, um, you know, I think one of the, the important things to identify with all of this is how much of the frequencies you surround yourself with are a choice, right? It's a choice what you resonate with. How that gets played out in a concrete way is, you know, if somebody's raised in in an environment of conflict, there's so many different environments of conflict, um, you know, where they've adapted a set of conduct that's that's based on conflict. That gets really hard to see that that doesn't have to be your way. When we grow up learning something, in a lot of ways we've been handed this mindset of what I see is what I believe, not really allowing for the opportunity of what I believe is what I see. Giving yourself the opportunity to resonate with particular frequencies allows you to channel the deepest truths within yourself and resonate them outward into the world. That sound that's happening, that sound that goes into your ear when you choose to listen to particular sounds, you are creating a harmony with that sound. You know, the universe is, is literally, the, the meaning of the universe is one turn, right? one cycle. And the way that I like to think of that is one frequency upon which everything that exists is a harmonic frequency of that. So when we hear sounds like music, like beautiful music or the chimes that we like, we're resonating with something that allows us to be harmonically attuned to a deeper place within. It's really pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, harmonic resonance with the universe itself. Yeah, absolutely. Jean Houston talks about that. She talks about, uh, 
in Jump Time. I know you have her coming on this week. She's she's fantastic. She has the concept she talked about in, in her book about uh, the evolutionary pulse arising from the Earth and the universe, how everybody, each of us, is an integral part of what's going on, this, this unfinished symphony of the cosmos, she says. And it's so true because each of us plays such an important part of what's happening right now. Right now, all of us in this moment, we are all happening together. We are, even if we're sitting still and we're listening or at work and at our desk and typing and listening to this or whatever we might be doing, we are resonating a frequency. We're putting that out. And we share that with the people that we work with, the people that we live with, the people we have relations with. And that idea of an evolutionary pulse arising from the earth and the universe is the change that that harmonic balance can bring into people's lives. I think it I think it goes to the uh the fifteen percent of people that are waking up, that are in this process of waking up. Waking up to okay, the world doesn't have to be this way. We don't have to fight. We don't have to have conflict. We don't have to exist this way. We can have a more harmonic union with one another. We can have a more harmonic union with each other. So, okay, so we've got these the harmony of the, the pulse of the universe that is part of our being. We we have this harmonies of our life. What do we do with those? What I would call those moments of dissonance. Um, you know, what what is it that are, do they serve a purpose? And 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 you know, how do they even? What does dissonance do in music? What is the the purpose of of dissonance in a composition even? Well, I think that dissonance and space, the absence of notes, are critically important to music. Uh, lots of musicians say that it's not only the notes you play, but it's the spaces in between. And dissonance, uh, as well as harmony, really allows us to pull into focus those finer qualities, those finer harmonies, right? We, I mean, you talk about it all the time, right? Bad stuff happens. Situations arise. We all find ourselves in situations, and uh, bad stuff happens. What comes out of that and the opportunity from when bad stuff happens is, well, it's finding the opportunity and seeking resolution. When we have dissonance in music, it serves very much that same purpose. It provides a certain amount of tension for us to move or shift our energy in a particular way that we have a different kind of appreciation of reaching that resolve, of reaching that harmony, the wonderful cadences that happen. Heading cadences. I love when you talk like this. <laughs> so, John, would you um, would you share a sample? And I think part of the... Um, Part of what we're talking about here, too, is that there are tools. There are actual musical tools that we can use um, that can actually shift our frequencies. And um, I know that you uh, you play in this quite a bit. Uh, would you be willing to maybe share uh, share with us one of your pieces and, and, uh, and then talk a little bit about what's going on with that piece and why we feel better at the end of it? <laughs> sure, sure, absolutely. Um, well, uh you know, one of the things that I do with sound baths, for example, right, is um, I hold an intention, and as we were talking about in the beginning of this call, it's it's imperative to hold an intention while you're aligning yourself with particular frequencies, because then you really allow yourself to to generate uh, to resonate authentically from your core. So, so it kind of heightens the vibration when we hold an intention uh, while doing any kind of spiritual practice, but we can do that while listening to the music as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's why so many people love music. That's why music makes people feel so good when they put it on and why it's so much fun, right? It's because you've said it. You say it all the time. We're here to play. We're here to play with the energies that are here, and that's why music is so profound to us. It helps us play. It helps us play. It helps us play. <laughs> so holding the intention and and uh, moving through the frequencies and allowing the frequencies really to move through you, you can create different kinds of alignment within your body. And th the cool thing for me about all that is that there are particular frequencies that 
relate to actual body parts. You know, I tend to think that, that music and sound is something that you feel in your heart. Right. And it, and it soothes your mind and it stimulates right. your soul. But it also vibrates through your kidneys. <laughs> it vibrates through your lungs and, and right. through your entire being. And there is so much that you do, so much benefit that you do to your body when you listen to something delicious like that. And can you can you hold an intention like let's say that you know um, for example I ha- I sometimes have issues with adrenals which is uh, uh, related to the kidney meridian. Um, so can I hold an intention while I'm listening to a piece of music that um, that you know I'm activating that meridian and and looking for balance and alignment? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's 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 kind of like kinesiology. If you want to know if a homeopathic medicine is going to work for you, you hold that medicine, you hold the intention of what that medicine is going to do and you you, you have that arm test, you know, you test your strength of that. Well, with sound it's a little bit easier because it really just is something that you can sit back, relax and listen to. When you hold that intention, you become part of the music. You oh, resonate cool. from within. Right, right. And, so there's and a within you, and a without going on. <laughs> yeah, you you channel you channel your internal melody. And I think that's one of the most important things to, to tap into. Because like I said, we're all resonating at this frequency and being aware of what that is and allowing that frequency to come out, to resonate from your deepest core, to move through whatever fears you might have, to break up the energy, to release limiting beliefs, to move past all of that and resonate your authentic self, well, it's just an amazing thing that we can do just by sitting back, listening to music, and holding a thought. What a, what a, what a great way to spend 20 minutes, 10 minutes, yeah, really. 15 minutes. Right? <laughs> just sitting back, listening to the music, and holding a thought. Now, now in, in, in your work, you've actually held a thought for us, so that's also vibrating in the music as well. It is. It is indeed. So let me just I'm just uh trying to trying to feel into this group and feel what would be a good good intention to have. Oh cool, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Every moment we have an opportunity. An opportunity for rebirth, an opportunity for repatterning, an opportunity to realign ourselves. So I'm gonna play a little bit of a sound bath on exactly that. On realigning ourselves, on on repatterning and retuning. And while you listen to this, I want you to to really take this moment for yourself. Hold the intention of rebirth in this moment, of regenerating, regenerating anew. Our cells are constantly just regenerating new. The body is this beautiful self-healing device that is not going to lie to you. So let it talk to you. And listen. Hold that intention of regenerating constantly in this moment. Stay with the present. And let's enjoy a little sound bath, shall we? Yeah, baby. (laughs) All right.
we start to come out of that little bath. Take your time to breathe. Breathe deeply. Breathe rich, full, deep breaths into your lower abdomen. Let them all come out and return to this moment. Aline, you're on the call with us. I hope you enjoyed that. It was great to play. Holy sheep shit, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) That was huge. Wow. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, John. I hadn't heard that one before. Holy jumping, that was great. It's amazing just what... Oh, my God, I feel so different right now. It's really... I can feel the audience going... I mean, it it aligned everything. It aligned my meridians. It aligned my spine. There was some cracking going on back there. (laughs) Holy crap, man. That was really something. And it's it's amazing what your body will tell you when you you listen to it. Wow. You open up the space and the time and the frequencies to really listen to it. I was just I'm just imagining myself now um you know I'm I'm the first one to buy your offer today and I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to hang out and I'm going to go hike back in the woods and listen to some of this stuff cuz I can feel that vibrating in the frequency of nature while I'm listening to this music is um is going to create some changes and and um we're going to hear some more samples today so you folks who it's not in the cards for you. Um, there'll be stuff here today that you can you can use. So, wow! Thank you, John, for sharing that. Absolutely. Well, I mean, wow. there is there cool. is so much Sedona energy and and forest energy and and ocean energy, and yes. you know those larger those larger wavelengths, those larger waves that are moving, that are part of the planet speaking to us, mm. right? And that's that's the to go back to Jean Houston for right. a second. You know, she was talking about the evolutionary pulse uprising, arising from the earth. Those are the frequencies, the frequencies of the earth, the ocean. We know we love the ocean when we get there, but how many times do we allow ourselves to really listen to it or resonate Mm. with it? It's the same Mm. thing with our bodies. When we listen to the earth, when we listen to ourselves, we listen to our bodies, what our bodies are telling us, it's really an amazing thing that happens, the things that we hear. There's a a quote that I, I love from a book of inspiring quotes. I love those those little books of many different quotes. And uh, this one was uh, Jean-Jacques Rousseau. And he said, When the body is weak, it takes over command. When it's strong, it obeys. Wow. And I thought, I thought that was just an amazing, amazing way of saying, listen to your body and strengthen your body. You know, doctors tell you all the time when you go see a doctor, blah, 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 medicine, whatever it is, and make sure to get plenty of rest. Right. (laughs) Okay, yes, because doctors know that ultimately the body wants to heal itself. The body is going to heal itself. So we just have to get out out of the way to let our bodies heal. Right. Uh, so, so John, how did you get into these? Um, get get into this uh, sound frequency, sounds and frequency, and musicianship. Uh, well, I got into um, recording and sound when I was young, when I was about ten or eleven years old. When I was about ten or eleven years old, my my older brother was getting into recording. He was sixteen or so, and I just wanted to get my hands on all that stuff. But I would say that my my ears really turned uh, when I had I had uh, the great opportunity to go to India when I was 13, and uh, my mom was staying in India, and I went to go visit my mom in India. And while we were there, one night for a 13-year-old boy, I mean, I think for anyone, it's this entirely different world. Yeah. And I was paying attention to the ways that I felt and just kind of seeing things and everything. But we were, I was walking with my mother, and i got to give it to her. She said to me, she said, listen to the sounds of this world, this foreign world around you. Because you're not going to hear this from where you come from. And in that moment, as we were walking, and we were walking on the sidewalk, and I was listening to my footsteps fall on the sidewalk, and the way that that sound was going to be different than any other sidewalk I walked on. And the tree above me, rustling in the wind. And 
the sounds of New Delhi all around me, the bustling of, of distant rickshaws and industry and people and these conversations of languages I didn't understand, but I could, I could hear the conversations that were happening. And it really became its own symphony. But it was a big moment in my life changing my perspective. I was so used to looking forward. You know, I, I, I look with my eyes and, and I direct my attention in whichever way my eyes are facing. But when I changed my perspective to just listening to sound around me, I suddenly took on a 360-degree perspective, and I had this great sense of spherical resonance. You know, and that was kind of the, the earliest um, lessons, I guess, that I had in Pythagorean spherical harmonics. It was just such a beautiful moment to be in that moment and realize, wow, I can create an awareness for myself of a 360-degree space all around me. And it led me to, to understand how uh, I affect that 360-degree space all around me. It's not just what's right in front of me. It's what's all around me. And that really, that really led me into wanting to understand more about, about spirituality, about frequencies, about how we resonate, and how separate bodies affect one another in the world. You know, there's a relationship between all bodies. There's a relationship between the planets, there's a relationship between where I am to the wall that's just to my right. There's a relationship to where you are and the desk or the ceiling in front of you, or maybe if you're blessedly being outside, maybe there's a relationship to a tree that's nearby. And that relationship is going to affect your harmonic balance with something, your your resonant frequencies. So, I mean, I, I, I get off on this stuff. I think it's, it's crazy <laughs> cool and it's a lot of fun. And, and uh, you know, I know it's, it's a little out there. but uh, No, it's um, cool. And, and, well, not with this audience. <laughs> that's true. That's audience true. is this lapping is, it up. This is, uh, this, this is definitely a big part of the 15% of people that are waking up. In, so. Indeed. So I love this notion of the 360-degree spherical re- resonance because I've been – playing with this notion of of an open heart um and i love the auditory image that goes with it to me when you have an open heart you have a 360 degree spherical resonance you actually can feel 360 degrees and therefore you don't have to be braced against a possible um surprise a quote unquote attack and that's a perception but you can actually open yourself to that 360 degree resonance and know what's so what's coming before it gets there. Absolutely. And that's that mystical intuitive nature of when you really align yourself with the frequencies and the resonance of what's around you and what in turn you 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 put back out there. Um, so when you're John, this is kind of a, a personal question, but when you're when you're in this place of and I know that you kind of live here uh, a lot of the time, this 360 degree degree spherical resonance. What kind of things are you doing and noticing when you're in that space of of noticing that you know the the wall and the ceiling and the tree and the um, and the sounds and the um, likely um, other senses as well? What kind of things are you um, holding an intention for and experiencing when you're in that space? Well, um, holding an intention for I'll, I'll get to in one second. I will say that there are times when uh, if I'm trying to go to sleep and I can hear something, something really far away, I kind of just, I have to know what it is. I have to know what it is, so I will I will get up and go, and it's like, oh, okay, the, the um, stereo, the CD player was left on, and that little servo motor inside is just going... And for some reason, that just is jumping out of everything else, and I, I right. can hear that. But um, but uh, but honestly, I think that that is part of the intention as well, because there are so many devices that we have around us. There's so much energy that floats around. There's so many things that that create tones and create frequencies that we're not aware of, that we're not aware of. 
So opening your awareness in that 360-degree awareness, creating a spherical awareness for yourself, you become much more attuned to what you're surrounding yourself with. And what yeah, you surround and likely, yourself with and those sounds all can affect your brain waves as well. Oh, wow. Let's let's talk a little bit about binaural beats and brainwave states. Yeah. Um, I know that you play with this a lot. I'm I'm a geek for it. I love it. <laughs> so binaural beats is um, it's kind of hard to do this over the phone. I'm going to try to have an example here if I can pull this up. Um, the premise, the idea behind binaural beats, is you send one tone to the left ear and another slightly different tone to the right ear. And what happens is there's a third tone, a third frequency that's created in the center of your brain. And it's it's your it's your frequency and it allows you to create a balance and an alignment between the left and right hemispheres of the brain. It's way cool. It's really wow. cool. Because you, you you hear, okay, if I just listen to the left ear, if you're wearing headphones and doing this, if I just listen to the left ear, I can hear that tone. If I listen to the right ear, I can hear that tone. I put them together, and suddenly I have this sense and awareness of this third tone. And, you know, a lot of people that, um, that feel challenged with combining uh, organization and creativity love this stuff. Love this stuff because it really it allows you to bring the left and right brains together. Hmm. Wow, and I know how powerful it is when we're bringing because that's the masculine and the feminine um, when we're moving through that corpus callosum and and activating that so that there's communication between them. That that that's to me what what all of us um, on the planet are here to do in the next couple of years is to balance, bring in the feminine, balance the masculine, um, and um, and allow that level of communication. We can we can do it right in our own brains with this with this binaural, um, binaural energy. Beats. It's the best binaural place beats. to start. It's the best place to start. Take care of yourself, and it's amazing how you resonate with the world around you. It's, you know, it's funny. The image I'm getting, John, is of the um, infinity symbol, with the the place in the middle being that kind of binaural beat. So here, let me try something. This this uh, okay. this will be essentially if I take one tone. See if this works. Can you hear that tone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've got that one tone. It just sounds like noise through the phone, right? Right. And I take, I'm going to bring up the same tone. Now, I can't quite do a binaural beat where you where you feel it because telephones are only one line right, and we're listening to it in one ear. Okay. But if I bring up this other tone, Right now, it's the same tone, and I change it slightly. Oh, I can feel the meat, the piece in the middle. Can you feel that? I can, yeah, in the middle. So that just slight difference can create, can actually, that is a uh, 7 hertz difference there, right? So what, And that was actually based around the tone of ohm. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. It's so much fun to play around with this stuff. But that 7 hertz tone can stimulate theta wave activation. And okay. Theta wave is what's thought of as one of the one of the slowest uh brain states, but the way that it works is the slower brain state does not necessarily mean that you're thinking any slower. It actually allows you to tap into much larger currents much larger frequencies that are happening, again, like I said, from the planet or or anywhere around us. That's what the theta wave state it remind You know, when you're talking about the space in between the notes are as important as the notes themselves, Absolutely. it almost feels like that theta wave state allows us to feel that space. Is, would that be an accurate analogy or no? That would be a really, that would be a great way of saying it mm-hmm. because we, our brains interpret the disparity between the two notes and understand this third unifying frequency, which we hear in a certain amount of space and the way that that wave form moves back and forth. And theta waves are 
most closely linked with meditation and inspired creativity, the deep, deep, deep creative imagination, trance-like states, um, you know, intuitive perception. It's one of the one of the most stimulating brainwave states that we can get to. Now we and don't the binaural really, beats. Uh, the binaural beats assist in creating that theta wave state. Is that the idea? They can really activate that brainwave state. Ah, I see. Cool. It's, it's kind of a no-brainer, um, but it's not—it's not—it's um, not dangerous or anything, is it? It's—it's it's not mind control or anything. It is not. It's definitely okay. <laughs> not mind control. It's not mind control at all. And okay. I, gee, I really hope it doesn't come across that it's sounding that way. No, um, it—it's it, not sounding that way. But I've just heard that before, and I know I had a question here um, from one of our one of our folks too. It's not—it's not mind control at all. And you know, I'm—I—I. Uh, I, I, I don't really give a lot to the notions of mind control because I think mm. that that feeds into fear. Yeah. And I think it feeds into a fear and a lack of vulnerability that mm. uh, that blocks your authentic self. Yeah, so we don't yeah. have to buy into that stuff anymore. We're more powerful than anything that we could are. come. We are. I mean, I was, I, was at a, I was at a TED conference. I was actually playing a TED conference this past weekend with mm-hmm. uh, with my dear friend John Lax, who's this fantastic drum circle facilitator and mm-hmm. you know what what better way to communicate with a room full of people than give them all drums, drums and, and <laughs> wow start oh going my god back and forth. our world is changing <laughs> we, we were we were having a blast we were having a blast john's john's an awesome guy drum time right. is his thing and he's just fantastic but while we were there before we were getting up to perform there was uh, a video of another ted presenter um the, the whole notion behind TED, if anybody doesn't know, it's, it's ideas worth sharing. And there are these conferences that are really just about generating more and more ideas, generating larger community, and sharing knowledge and technology. It's very cool. Anyway, there was this, this video of this woman, and she was talking all about connections, so I chimed into that right away. I'm like, ooh, that's great, that's great, because tones have a connection. They have a relation to one another. And she uh, she did some research on on people who felt disconnected. And she said that the the main thing that she found in her research was that people who feel disconnected have a deep-seated shame. And that shame comes from a feeling of not allowing themselves to be vulnerable. And the people that could get through shame faster were 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 able to say, "You know what? I'm feeling vulnerable about this." And and that's okay. So you know when I think I think um I think fears are not uh something to do away with fears are not anything that we need to conquer or anything like that I think they're another part of ourselves that we actually should befriend so the notion of mind control I'll tell a, a personal story that I got a I got a uh, letter when I was 13 and I went to India I got a letter from a family member that said make sure to get plenty of rest because when you don't that's when they get you. And I thought, hey. uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> it it just made no sense to me at all. I couldn't imagine going to a foreign land and not just embracing what I saw and what I what I was going to experience. And in fact, I had profound experiences. So definitely not mind control. Binaural beats are really just a very simple way of saying, hey, left brain, check out. This is what the right brain's doing. Right brain, uh, check out. This is what the right. left brain's doing. Right. Well, and would you be willing right. to play one of your pieces that have a binaural beat in them? Sure, sure. Let cool. Me, let, me, let, me, let me find that. Let me. Um, it's, uh, again, you might not get the full effect because this is across the telephone, but uh, right. I can give you a sense that it's not just these tones that you hear. There's there's music as well, and and right. using ambient sound and and the intention is there too. You've got intention with these pieces, right? You know, I I just want to share that um, one of our um, Cheryl from Toronto said that she lives with pretty severe chronic pain, and after the last sound bath, that little three four minute piece, she said uh-huh. she's absolutely shocked. There's no pain. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful, great, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's so, amazing. It's amazing. So what now we've got we've music. got that now with the binaural beat, right? It's Getting the same idea with the binaural beats, exactly. Right. So I was going to do uh, jump into some deep relaxation. Okay, let's get jiggy with it. Let's get jiggy with it. <laughs>
you could probably hear some of the binaural beat in there. Yeah, you know, it's cool, John, when you talk about the pulse of the of the earth and the pulse of the universe, uh, referencing what Gene, was ta- Gene Houston was talking about. I, I, those binaural beats almost feel like that. Uh, and it's very soothing. I found it very soothing. I'm like, I like that um, mama beat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... You know, Mama, Mama Earth, let her rock you. You know. Yes, indeed. Let, let her, her rock let her you. hold you. Wow. Um, Speaking of Mama Earth, um, we've only got a few more minutes left, but I, I wanted to you to share that beautiful story that you shared with me about the lions, and um, I, I want want you to share it because um, it's it's a wonderful metaphor um, that that goes along with a lot of we what we've been talking about. And it also just shows the um, just shows a little bit about who you are um, and how the you that we're talking to and the you in this story is part of your music. Absolutely, and uh, you know, I you asked me to share this once before, and it was the first time that I had ever shared it so publicly. It was a story that I had always just kind of kept to myself, and um, after I shared it, I, I started sharing it with more people and oh, cool. learned a different. <laughs> Learned a different value in that, right. and, and learned learned to share that. So, yeah, no, it was a it was a pretty amazing event that happened in my life. I was uh, in my in my mid twenties, early early twenties, and and getting out of a relationship, you know, um, that was not working for me, and I got hit by a car, and thrown twenty feet, broke my leg, wind knocked out of me, taken to the hospital, all of that, right. Life stops me and said, all right, you need to heal. From everywhere that you've been in your life, you need to heal right now. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to do it. I was resistant <laughs> to it. I really didn't want to heal. I, I wanted to just keep being the young punk that I was, so to speak. And, uh, but I, I allowed myself to, to embrace healing and to get into healing. And when I came to the end of my healing, when I came to the, the time to, okay, do away with the crutches, I jumped in my car, I drove up to one of my favorite campgrounds in Northern California, got out, and my intention was to leave the crutches in the car and get around on my own two feet for the first time in a long time. Because like I said, I had been resistant to healing, so my healing process took longer. When I eventually gave into it, the healing was really able to take over. So the first thing that I did when I got to the campground is I walked up to the banks of a river. And I was going to jump in. And I had done that many times, but suddenly I felt terrified. I felt paralyzed that I was looking down into the water that was five, six feet below me. And I felt, oh, my God, what's at the bottom of that water? What if there's a rock? What if... What if what if it's cold? What if I can't get back out? What if I'm not going to find another relationship again? Oh. And suddenly it, <laughs> it, it, it started wow. coming at me that, wow, okay, I've got a bunch of fears that I need to invite right up to the banks of the river with me. And I need to hear them out. And I need to lovingly take them by the hand and jump into this river with them. So I was there for, at, you know, at least, half hour, 45 minutes, just standing on the banks of the river, getting in touch with my fears. When I felt like I had them, or at least a lot of them, the ones that were showing up, we jumped in the river and had this beautiful cleansing in the river. Swam up the river, got out. I was feeling really strong. I went hiking up this mountain that was right there. It was this great trip. I came, I was just trekking up the mountain. I came around this path in the this uh, this bend in the path, and about 20 feet in front of me, there was this mother mountain lion feeding her cubs. And what happened next was so profound because it happened in less than a nanosecond. I looked at her. She looked at me. There was such a sense of beauty and awe in what I was beholding, what I was seeing. And there was also this awareness that Wow, if I give off any fear whatsoever, it's going to come out of me. No matter how much I think I can control it, it's going to come out of me through my pheromones. She's going to smell it, and this could not be a good situation. So in that nanosecond, I just had this this love bomb. 
just go off in the center of my chest. And I just felt that I was emitting, I was, I was resonating out, I was putting out nothing but the love and the joy and the beauty of what I was seeing. And the mountain lion looked at me for a while. I looked at her, and, and a few minutes later, about five minutes later, the mountain lion got up off the path, moved to the side of the path, moved her cubs, and let me pass. I passed literally within feet of the mountain lion. And it was such a beautiful, beautiful experience of trusting the universe, trusting yourself, resonating deeply from within, and just one of the most profound moments in my life. I cry every time I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that because you, you took the moment of fear and used it. Yeah. And then you and then that fear created this enormous moment of the next version of possible fear. And you used that. <laughs> so and you used to it to what's possible. That's you right. used it to find the love and the love created a miracle. And I believe that's what's possible for all of us, is that that beautiful moment of getting hit by a car created a moment that you are now sharing now with thousands of people who will now be able to use that in their lives. And that's what each of us are doing here on the planet right now. We are having these moments that perhaps one day we're going to share with someone else that will create a moment for them. And we are all vibrating at a frequency and a resonance. So thank you, John, for, for sharing that. Thank you for sharing you. Thank you for sharing your music. Um, we actually have a couple of, of kind of technical questions from the, from a couple of men in the audience. There might be one woman. Okay. Ralph Ralph is asking about, and I, I, I would love to answer it because I, I love answering these kinds sure, of, of technical questions. How close can a synthesizer get to creating the same effects as crystal bowls? And do you have recommended sound patches that you use? <laughs> Such a beautiful man question. I love it. It really is a beautiful man question. How can I get the real thing without it being real? <laughs> um, you know, it's it's. I I can certainly appreciate that, and there are there are good samples. I'm sure that you can get, um, mm-hmm. but you know, there ain't nothing like the real thing. And and the reason why that is is because of the relationship that these have. I'm 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 a recording engineer from way back in the day. I used to uh-huh. teach recording engineer, engineering. There's a different harmonic relationship that happens between two bodies. So when you play two bowls next to each other, they have that relationship like the binaural beats. Like it's going to be different than when one bowl is recorded individually, another bowl is recorded individually, and you play them together. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. And Ralph is asking, what about the fifth tones? Do you believe that they are the most powerful notes that one can resonate with? Uh, the fifth tones? Yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm not quite sure what he means by that, but uh, I would say that um, you know the, the the if if he's saying what I think he's saying, uh, the the fifth of a tone is uh, in most uh, harmonic alignment with a tone, and so yes, okay. I definitely think that fifths are a tremendous sense of resonance because they reinforce that harmonic balance, the harmonic balance of overtones. Um, and uh, and they create the, the second and third series set of overtones that are in accord with one another. So everything that's happening above what you actually hear is in alignment. So, yeah, I would say fifths are fantastic. Beautiful. And Carol is asking something interesting, and I'm, I'm going to start by answering it. And She says that sometimes she can't listen to some sound healing because it sounds too dissonant and it makes her anxious. Does this mean that it's not for me, or does it mean it is touching something that needs to be touched? Um, my feeling with all dissonance is use it, just like John used that moment of fear before he jumped into the river to access it, allow it, and used it to, to um, transmute it, transform it, repattern it. Um, I, I think the same. I, that, that's me personally. What do you think, John? I would agree with that. I would say that, you know, definitely give something its its fair try. If it's not resonating with you, then that's okay. Yep. That's okay. Move on to something else. But, yes, very much so. Allow yourself to move through dissonance because so often in sound healing work, that dissonance is just saying, okay, body, come on, tell us what's up. Tell us what's right. going on. It's, the po- it's almost the power and the force that's uh, driving a new consciousness. That's right. It's it's power over force, 
right? It's, it's, ah, there you go. <laughs> it's allowing that power to come through and not allowing us to force it, to force right. what we want. Oh, John, I've so enjoyed our conversation, and we have run out of time, um, but I want to make sure that everyone has the opportunity to experience um, your music a lot more. John has put together one of the most remarkable offers um, of the season in terms of really easy to use, no-brainer. I call it no-brainer because you, you, t- you put it on your CD or your MP3, and it works. <laughs> and it just immediately starts shifting your energy. Um, it's at hwtmpodcast.com forward slash John, J-O-N, all, all lowercase. Again, that's hwtm, as in Healing with the Masters, hwtmpodcast.com forward slash John, J-O-N, and again, that's all lowercase. Just going to the page, you'll feel the vibration hopping off of this puppy. Um, John has created a, an amazing and deep compilation of music and sound vibration for you. And one is the best of Sunday Sound Baths. Now, Sunday Sound Baths are something that John does for us on um, Masterworks Healing Membership site. These particular sound baths have now been mastered um, and digitally mastered uh, for you. Um, so they are designed um, even more than the live Sunday Sound Baths are. Um, and there are all these different themes, as John talked about, intention. There's clarity, there's balance and authenticity, the energy of acceptance, there's deep breathing, transformation, being in your truth, patience and perseverance in home. Well, that one feels really good. Home. And that includes whales. There's all kinds of, of whales and, and birds and, and oceans <laughs> and things that are part of these beautiful Sunday sound bath. There's also deepening our relationships with time. Honoring Siva. Now, tell me about that. Uh, honoring Seva. Seva is Seva. the the notion of uh, selfless service. Um, ah. It's something that, again, I learned in India when I was 13 and I was staying in an ashram. But it's it's you know you just you you go to the ashram and you do work just because you're in the ashram, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or you you go about your day and you do the work just because you want your house to be clean or or mm. you. You do those different things, and it's so easy for people to get down on themselves because they feel like they're not doing enough. And I think that people sometimes forget to recognize the things that they are doing, the selfless service that they're bringing their own lives, the selfless service that they're bringing other people. And so this really is an honoring of that seva. Wow. And then there's clearing karma, rebirth. Um, I actually haven't had a chance to listen to the rebirth one. I can't wait to do that. Um, I should maybe do a birthing um, body dialogue with that john <laughs> this stuff is so cool so the the energy that you heard earlier um today on alignment is is all these are themed and they're each 20 minutes so what's so cool is you could take 20 full minutes and and put yourself into that meditative state and listen to this with this intention and really really clear that's just the first part the second part of the package is um that's that's a 12 items Item 13th now, which is another part of the package, which is the music of Healing with the Masters. I'm very, very happy and honored that John took all of the different music and compositions he has created for various speakers, and um, we've had so many people comment on the beautiful music that have been sitting behind our our wonderful videos that John also produced, um, that this music is now available for you to listen to, and it is incredibly high vibrating and very healing. Um, and so that's a, a, an a MP3 or a CD for you. And then there's the, the binaural, binaural alpha, theta, and delta um, uh, uh, binaural beat music. And, again, these also have themes. So, you know, take your Sunday sound baths and then add binaural beats, and you've got high focus and motivation, deep relaxation, opening and expansion, harmony and balance. And these are all the, the, the different pieces that John has developed specifically for our little group here. Um, this is the first time any of this has ever been offered. And uh, tell us a little bit about the, these theta pieces, or um, excuse me, the binaural beat pieces. Uh, well, this is this has been an absolute labor of love. I mean, I've I've just I put a lot of love into into all of this, but uh, mm-hmm. it was such a joy to to really create these pieces because they're they're uh, you know, at least in, they're about an hour's worth in length, and they just hold so much. So much power in the binaural beats that you hear, in the ambient sounds that accompany them from my own my own personal recordings. These are not any kind of stock sounds 
or anything like that. Um, bringing the sounds of nature in, bringing music in, bringing uh, ancient Indian instruments uh, and, uh, and sacred chimes in. It's really, really powerful, powerful piece. Oh, beautiful. And then um, also one of my favorites. John has been a musician for many, many years. He's he's um, created CDs, and he took the best of all of his CDs that are about transition, which all of us are in right now. And this, to me, is the heart and the mind where the heart and the mind meet because the mind gets to listen to the lyrics, and the heart gets to experience the strong sound vibration. And uh, this is a beautiful, beautiful set of how many tracks are on this, John? Uh, there are ten, I believe, on that. Ten tracks of remarkable, beautiful, and original music by John Griffin, um, the composition and the lyrics. Um, anything you want to share about that piece? Uh, some of these are really incredibly personal pieces. Some I had worked on for films, to be used in films, but they all really focus around that energy of transition. And transitions are not easy. Yes. Right, transitions can be a really difficult time, and it's not so much a fear of the unknown; mm-hmm. it's more a fear of losing the known. I've found. Oh, and that's beautiful! A fear of losing the known. It it goes along the lines of living in the acceptance of the unknown. Yes. Because that's the precipice that we're all upon in this changing in this changing world and this changing time. So those transitions that shift us from one place to to the next, mm-hmm. have absolute trust in the universe. Don't be afraid of what you're losing. The feeling of losing, the feeling of loss, that's, that's an aspect of the ego. We can shed that. We can just shower the ego with love. Let it be showered with love. And I find one of the best ways to do that is through music. Mm, beautiful. So um, if this is resonating with you, if your frequencies are stimulated by this remarkable man and his beautiful gifts, um, do check out his special offer at hwtmpodcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com forward slash John, J-O-N, all lowercase, to access this wonderful special offer. Hwtmpodcast dot com forward slash John, J-O-N. Um, thank you so much, John, for joining us on Healing with the Master, sharing your beautiful gifts and your passion um, for this work and um, shifting us in the process. Thank you. Well, Jen, thank you so much. It's been such an honor to be here with you and to to be involved with this community. It's really just a a beautiful group of people, and uh, Mm -hmm. we're we're all masters within. And anything that we can do to support that light in each other is a wonderful thing. Indeed. Thank you, John, and thank you all so much for being part of today's show. It seems we always come to these calls as individuals, and in the end, we wind up a united community and united in our intention. We know we make the difference. We matter. You matter. I love you all so very much. Until next time, good night, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, John. And remember... If you'd like to join us for any of our live shows, just register absolutely free at hwtmpodcast.com. That's H-W-T-M as in Healing with the Masters, podcast.com. Come and join us. Just register for the current live season.